Can copyright Caterpillar cakes clearly create customer confusion? UK grocers Marks and Spencer and Aldi have been trading barbs over this recently. But if you take a look at their competing cakes, Cuthbert the Caterpillar and Colin the Caterpillar, well, let's just say that even the great Marie Antoinette would be perplexed. We're here today with special guest Nika Videtic, and this is Stuff You Should Know About IP. Stuff You Should Know About IP is the sweetest, chocolatiest, most light and fluffy melt-in-your-mouth podcast on intellectual property. So if you're having fun learning about IP, please hit that like button wherever you're watching or listening and leave a comment, subscribe, and don't forget to bring home a slice for your spouse. Today's episode of Stuff You Should Know About IP is brought to you by the Trademark Lawyer Magazine. If you want to stay up to date with everything that's going on in the world of IP and trademarks, go to www.trademarklawyermagazine.com. Each issue is free to read for up to eight weeks. That's trademarklawyermagazine.com for global news in the world of trademarks. Okay, Tom, Nika, let's talk about cake. And I hope you guys appreciated my Marie Antoinette reference. I, I tried so hard to put that into the intro. Ray, you've been trying to put that into the intro for like 12 weeks now. Well, see, Finally, we're... you had an opportunity to put a Marie Antoinette <laughs> reference in. What Nika doesn't know is I'm a huge Marie Antoinette fan. I mean, I've got pictures of like, famous <laughs> paintings of her on my bedroom wall. I'm of course just, you do. I, Who doesn't? I, no, Ray, that I know, was like, two most... things about Marie Antoinette. And one is that she said, let them eat cake. Listen, that was clever, that intro, and brilliant. And it had nothing to do with Marie Antoinette. That was a great <laughs> intro. The I best don't know one if she yet, actually right? said that, by the way. I, no, that that was... might be one of those rumors that's not true. No, that was a great intro. So anyway, so we have a situation which Nika is going to give us all kinds of great information about. Because she is, as I've just figured out, a law student, which means she's going to be out there in the big, bad world of lawyers one of these days. So Marks and Spencer has had this caterpillar cake called Colin since for like 30 years. It's been unchanged since like 2004. And all these came out with Cuthbert the caterpillar recently. And about two months before they were sued by Marks and Spencer, they pulled it off the market. But then they brought it back for like this big charity thing. And that's really ticking off uh, Marks and Spencer. But there's one other piece of information that we need before we can start our discussion. And that is the only, these are not the only Caterpillar cakes on the market. There is Colin, there is Cuthbert, but there's also Cecil, which is Waitrose's Caterpillar cake. There's Wiggles, which is Sainsbury's Caterpillar cake. There's Curly, which is Tesco's Caterpillar cake. And there's Clyde, which is Asda's Caterpillar cake. And Ray and Nika, let me tell you, they all look very much alike. Now, they don't look as close as Colin and Cuthbert, but if you look at all these Caterpillar cakes next to each other, you're like, that's a lot of Caterpillar cakes. And they all pretty much look like Caterpillar cakes. So Nika, what's going on here? 
Can they do so, this, Nika? You're like in your second year of graduate school for law, which means you're the most expert on this entire podcast. So the question is, Nika, can they do this? All yes. these, can all these do this? So this has been a, a very high profile case since last year, 2021, April. And yes, essentially it involves the trademark infringement dispute between Marks and Spencer and Aldi, where Aldi's look-alike look design cake cut fork, uh, the Caterpillar is was accused of infringing Marks and Spencer calling the Caterpillar cake and causing consumer confusion in the cake product marketplace. Now, the confidentiality agreement that's been agreed between both parties meant that the settlement between the two remained private and um, any kind of future changes uh, maybe that are reflected in the cake's design could we can then infer maybe that that those are the agreement that that was the agreement that was decided on. Um, but we don't know for sure whether Aldi was actually wrongly uh, whether Aldi was uh, that it was affirmed that Aldi wrongly alleged uh, uh, infringed. Sorry, no, that's okay. Yeah. I think what you mean is we don't really know if Aldi was actually infringing Colin, yes. the, Colin the Caterpillar because yes. it's not public, right? There was yes. no final adjudication, but instead they settled. Is that what I'm hearing, Nika? They exactly. settled. Exactly. They settled. Really? We don't, don't know the details. It's all kept secret. <laughs> right. But I love the way you put that. We might know the details by what happens next. Yes. Yes. Right. So if, if, um, if Aldi's comes out with their, um, wait, they have, you call it cutbert? Cutbert, yeah. Cut, cutbert. cutbert, yeah. So you don't pronounce the th, th you pronounce it t. So it's cutbert. cutbert. Yeah, I think I think that's how it goes. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. You know better than I because you're actually over there. So you're so if if Aldi comes out with a new version of cutbert that doesn't look quite as exactly like Colin, as yep. I'm sure Ray, you're going to be able to put the two side by side yeah. on the screen during this podcast. Yeah, I'll share but, it right now. It's oh okay good. It's stunning how close these two cakes are. It's almost as if, to me, it's almost as if Aldi went out, bought the Cutbert cake, and copied it exactly, and then went into the marketplace and said, "I'm sorry, bought the Colin cake, copied it exactly, and then changed the name to Cutbert." They didn't even change the first letter, right? So, so what do you think, though, Nika? You're the uh, you're our brilliant law student. There was a settlement, mm -hmm. so that might give you the hint that there was some sense that um, Aldi had that they might lose, right? Because they right. settled. Yeah, I think it's easier to look at it from the perspective of both parties. So, um, in terms of Marx Spencer, um, mm -hmm. if you if you look at Purely, if you look at, for instance, Cutbert the Caterpillar and Colin the Caterpillar, you can instantly see Colin and Cutbert are very different names. But um, so the court may put a little bit more of an emphasis on that and say, well, there's a difference, so there would be no risk for consumer confusion on that. But then there's also the element of an average consumer. The fact that there's already a lot of different Caterpillar cakes in the market would may mean that consumers are already accustomed to seeing a lot of these different types of cakes and may not find this uh, um, a very, they may not think that this is that strange or bizarre. So they may actually not confuse the, the cat, call the caterpillar cake with um, Cutbert that it's associated with Marx and Spencer. So um, 
I think the more you digest the different elements of 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 um, the case, the 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 more different considerations that uh, that pop up in thinking about it and analyzing the case. Because it's all about consumer confusion, right, Nika? Yes, yes. I mean, yeah. the question is, will people going in to buy Cutbert the Caterpillar think they're buying something from Marks and Spencer? Right? That's the big yeah. question is, will there be confusion as to source, right? Yeah. Um, if you if you look at it from, if you're not, I think it's like this, if you're not aware that Colin the Caterpillar is actually originating from Marks and Spencer, if you have no idea who Colin the Caterpillar is, it's much more readily confused with Cuthbert the Caterpillar. But if you're a regular, for instance, customer of Marks and Spencer, then if you regularly pass it by and you see, oh, hey, there's Colin the Caterpillar installs, you may uh, you, you become much more readily aware of the differences, I think, um, if you're a regular consumer and, and customer and aware of the different types of products that are already in the market um, in terms of the Caterpillar cake. Um, so I think that's the perspective that um, th that Aldi may be coming from. Why, well, why, why is our product that different if you already have different types of Caterpillar uh, uh, products from different chains uh, in the UK store? Yeah. And, and by the way, it's kind of an interesting analysis because it's the opposite of what you'd normally think. Right. And that is, we're not looking at a comparison of the trademarks. We're looking at a comparison of the caterpillars, right? right? It's almost like we're not looking at the marks. We're looking at the product because right now, again, there's a Curly, a Clyde, a Cecil, a Wiggles, a Colin, and a Cutbird. So, and Caterpillar that wouldn't be considered in um, because it's 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 generic, right? It's it's de or descriptive of the yeah. caterpillar. So people would just be looking at the names, and maybe the names are all different. So in this case, if it were just Colin the caterpillar, Cuthbert, Cuthbert the caterpillar, Cecil Wiggles, Curly is Clyde, and the cakes all look different, we probably wouldn't even be having this discussion because yeah. there's so many in the marketplace, right? Yeah. But the cakes. These two cakes look exactly the same. And yeah. somebody might come into the marketplace and say, wow, it looks like M&S has come out with a brother to Colin the Caterpillar, you know? And it's an M&S product because of what we in the US would call trade dress. Right. So there's the words and the graphics, but then there's the trade dress, which is like, for example, there was a, a case in the US years ago where two two taco restaurants or Mexican restaurants had almost identical themes. And one sued the other, the one who created the theme for trade dress infringement. <clears throat> and they prevailed. They actually were able to stop the other uh, restaurant from using their theme. So the names of the firms or the restaurants were different, mostly different, but the theme, the look and feel of the restaurant itself was the same. And if I were arguing on behalf of M&S, <clears throat> I would say, yeah, they have Cutbert and we have Colin, which are arguably different, but the themes to our cakes are identical. They've copied it identically. You know, so what do you think about that, Nika? Yeah, so in the UK here, um, the main action that was actually being discussed in terms of, because Marks and Spencer does have registered trademarks to Colin the Caterpillar and also the female version, Connie the Caterpillar, and also the packaging of the product. But 
they were discussing the potential, there was some potential discussion around unregistered rights in terms of passing off um, the UK common law action, which generally aims to prevent the use of visually similar branding, the get up, the look and feel of a product. Um, and that was pretty much framing the discussion of can they associate the goodwill that's associated to the product in terms of the consumers? Was it missed? Can it be misrepresented? And can consumers visually think, oh, Colin the Caterpillar um, and Cutbird, that's they're confusing the two? And is it causing damage to, uh, or is it likely to cause damage to Marks and Spencer's by diverting the sales away from? Marks and Spencer to Aldi, for instance. So that was one of the discussions that was being framed. But the issue with passing off as a claim on its own is that the main limitation is actually requires a lot of evidence to prove a business created substantial goodwill with, with its consumers in the marketplace. And that's not always very easy to achieve. Um, but don't you think it's easy to achieve here, though, Nika, that Colin the Caterpillar is the OG, right? I mean, of all the Caterpillar <laughs> yes. cakes, Colin is the, the original and yes. they've been around for 30 years, substantially yes. unchanged for 30 years. So they probably have established recognition as the thing we see on the screen as their trade dress, if you will. Yeah. yeah. I, sorry. I was just going to say for anyone who's listening and not watching the podcast, there's, we have a photo up of the two cakes and you can see in the Colin the Caterpillar and the Cuthbert the Caterpillar trademarks themselves, they're pretty different. And of course, it's a different name. And like Tom said, Caterpillar just descri is descriptive. Um, and But if you look at the cakes themselves, you know, they're like a tubular shaped um, cake covered in, in uh, chocolate and like the face is made with white chocolate. And the legs are these like little white chocolate, almost like chocolate, little chocolates like you get out of a box. And they have on the backs, they're like, they look like M&Ms or like candy coated um, chocolates like an M&M. And they were like purple and yellow and orange. And all together, it, it, it looks like the exact same cake. So if you're just listening, it's worth going and looking at the photos of them side by side. The, we don't see the packaging for Colin. Yes, exactly, Ray. Um, That's one thing. It would be nice to see the side-by-side -side packaging as well. Yeah, I'll see if I can find it. But um, but yeah, so... so. Well, here's a funny thing. So here's here's a funny thing about the story that I think is, is clever in the way that they're both approaching this. So, yeah. so Aldi's is saying, hey, we're bringing this back on a limited basis for charity, right? So it's, it's difficult to fight back against that, right? Because it's for charity. So they say, um, so M&S, so that there was a tweet by Aldi and it said, hey, Marks and Spencer, we're taking a stand against Caterpillar cruelty. Can Colin and Cutbert be besties? And then they say, we're bringing back a limited edition of Cutbert next month and want to donate all profits to cancer charities, including your partners, Macmillan Cancer, which is which Colin the Caterpillar has been supporting for like 25 mm -hmm. years. And then also their partner, which is Teenage Cancer Trust. Mm -hmm. And then they use a hashtag Caterpillars for Cancer. So then MS tweets back saying, 
hey, Aldi, we love the charity idea. Colin's been a big fundraiser for years. We just want you to use your own character. And then they say, how about Kevin the carrot cake? The idea is <laughs> on us and we promise we won't do Keith. So it's really clever how Aldi's is trying to, you know, get public support on their side by mm -hmm. saying, hey, it's for charity. Come on, dude. It's for charity. We're trying to help people here. But M&S responded, I think, brilliantly, which is, yes, and we've been about charity forever. Why don't you use your own character for charity? And then they suggest one, which is really cute, right? And then they say, we promise we won't do Keith. So we'll give you Kevin the carrot cake. We promise we won't do Keith. I think it's really brilliant how M&S has responded to what could have been a very awkward situation where they're being cast like anti-charity, you know? What do you think, Nika? Yeah, yeah, right. It's it's one of those interesting social media strategies that was used first by Aldi and then reciprocated by Marks and Spencer. But um, the kind of tactic that Aldi used, I think they try to uh, turn the situation into something a little bit more lighthearted and divert some of the accusations away from them and get yes. better publicity on their <laughs> yeah. side. And that's that's um, really a, a, on throwing that on social media is one of the best ways to get people on your side. Um, so especially in this, this day and age. So that was an interesting um, tactic. And I think also there has been some commentary surrounding that, that Aldi's use of that has actually helped to um, kind of dilute the confusion a little bit between the two that, that it made consumers aware, oh, okay, you're talking about cut for the caterpillar and this is Marks and Spencer's uh, product. So it's very different. So I think that right. tried, they, they were very smart in, in thinking what kind of implications this could have um, for them. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Some of the social media posts were really funny. Um, this was one where I think Aldi posted this one and it shows Cuthbert in, uh, it shows them side by side, but the oh. Cuthbert's in his box, but they put like bars over yeah. the box. Yeah. So it looks like Cuthbert's in jail. <laughs> and then after the settlement came through, I saw a post that they had that said, uh, Cuthbert's been released early on good behavior. <laughs> um, but you can see in, uh, so here you can see the, the packaging for Colin. Um, and you can see the, the, the packaging. I mean, the bars are not real, but you can see the, the, the way the trademark is used on the packaging and versus how it is here on Colin. And they're clearly very different. Um, but one other really interesting photo. So here are all those other uh, cakes that you were describing before, Tom. Yeah. Um, I don't know the, it doesn't say the names of the caterpillars, but it says which uh, company. Okay, well, owns I'll that. tell you. I'll tell you, Tesco's is called Curly. That's the one at the bottom. Okay. With the orange. There's Curly. Sainsbury's is Wiggles. Wiggles. Um, Asta's is Clyde. That one's not even on here. You know, it's on the bottom left. Uh, oh, Asta. Oh, there it is. Yeah. And wow. then there's Just one by Waitrose. Mm -hmm. Is that on? Oh, yeah. That one yeah. is Cecil. Cecil. And then you have the <laughs> M&S's um, Colin. And then you have the Aldi. Oh, by the way, this Aldi looks different in the face because yeah. it doesn't have the chocolate eyes eye, or the dark, dark chocolate eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, what's what I I love, Ray, what you just described, which is the way they said they've been he was released early. First, they have been in prison. 
what I here's the thing that's really great about it for both companies. I want to buy one of these cakes now, right? right? Yeah. You know, I want to go out and I'll probably buy one of each because right. I'll bet you this dispute is building the recognition of the Caterpillar cake for all of these companies, right? Yeah. And the lighthearted way, like you said, Nika, the lighthearted way that Aldi responded, because here's the thing, when you're an infringer, you don't want to be cast as the villain, right? I mean, I've been involved in patent and trademark litigations where there's just blatant copying and then they're denying it and they're just villains, right? But Aldi's being so lighthearted, you, it's hard to not laugh at their approach, right? Because mm -hmm. it's funny, it's cute. So they're not villains. But then M&S, instead of getting all indigent about it or indignant about it, I mean, instead of getting all indignant, they're being funny along with it, right? But they're just saying, hey, you know, we still want you to do your own thing. I don't know. I think they've handled this. Both sides have handled this very well. This is like a lesson on how to manage the social media in connection with infringement, which is very serious business, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, one other thing, too, that I was just thinking about this is um, uh, is that your dog's barking? Apologies, audience, to the barking <laughs> dog. Um, one of these one of the things I was thinking about is the the so all these is like a, a cut cost uh, company right there it's yeah. more affordable uh products that are similar to other products that you can get in other supermarkets grocery stores right um the difference in price between the m&s and the aldi cakes was like 10 pounds it was like 10 pounds less less expensive for the aldi uh cake and Wait, how much is this cake? I think I, I think M&S was like 23 pounds or something. And the other like was that. only 13? Yeah, it's something like that. See, that's uh, a big difference, right? The, the, the exact figures, but that's a pretty big difference for a cake that, I mean, of course, all these cakes look somewhat similar, but the, the M&S and Aldi ones are, are the most similar. And, you know, if you're having a birthday party for your kid, you might think, well, I could go get Colin for 23 or I could go and I've got 20 kids coming. So I'm going to need five of them. Um, or I could, you know, go to Aldi and spend half at, at half the cost. I mean, right. But that actually goes against trademark infringement in my view, because it's showing that they're actually a kind of a different market, ah, you know, now right. let's say though, that somehow these cakes that, that M&S had a patent on their cake. Okay. So let's say that somehow in this magical world that I'm creating right now, or M&S has a patent on their Caterpillar cake. Now, what you just described would not only be a big, that, that would be a big reason to help them get a preliminary injunction granted against Aldi because they're eroding their price. They're eroding their market. They're creating irreparable harm in the marketplace because it's diminishing the 23 pound cake down to a 13 pound cake, if it was a patent issue. So if it were a patent issue, their reduced price would actually work against Aldi in terms of defending their preliminary injunction motion. But because it's a trademark and trade dress issue, that could actually help them. You know, we're clearly at a different, everybody knows you can't get an M&S for 13 pounds. Right. So everybody knows if you're getting it for 13 pounds, it must be the Aldi, right? right. Yeah. Another thing too the way is, that flips for trademark and patent. The other thing too is, 
you know, obviously, well, maybe this isn't obvious, but I, I would assume that you can only get Colin at M&S and you can only get Cutbert at Aldi. So you actually have to go to a totally different store, possibly in a totally different part of town to yes. get the cake that you want. And you have to yeah, they're make not that side by side. Yeah. Yeah. They're not side by side on store shelves. Right. Right. If but they yeah, were side so, by side, it might be a bit different. Yeah. So, so you have a difference in trademark, right? One is Cutbert, one is is Colin. Number two, you have a difference in price, a substantial difference in price, like 40% less. Number three, you can't even buy them in the same place, mm. right? You can't get the Colin at Aldi's and you can't get the Cutbert at M&S. So it's really going against the idea that consumers would be confused, which goes back to Nika's original comment about the settlement when when I said, well, it shows that they probably felt there were, you know, there was something wrong. And Nika said, no, that's that's not maybe actually how it's going to play out. Because maybe the settlement was more like MS realized they have just as, you know, they're gonna, they might lose. So let's just come up with a settlement, just change it a little bit or something like that. But you make some good points, Ray, about the differences in terms of consumer confusion. Because ultimately, unlike patents, where consumer confusion is really not relevant. Mm -hmm. Trademarks, it's all about likelihood of confusion to the consumers. So Colin versus Cutbert, maybe it could be confusing, but you're given a lot of reasons why it's not, Ray and Nika. So what's the ultimate verdict, Nika? If you had, if you were the judge, you've heard all the facts now, you've, you know the law because you're a law student. What's your verdict? What's your judgment, Nika? Guilty of trademark infringement or not guilty? I would say guilty. Guilty. After, <laughs> I love it. After all that, it's guilty. Okay, Ray, what's your reasoning, Nika? No, but I think generally it's it's interesting because the case came pretty close to ask a question of how close can competitors actually get to the actual getup of uh, designing the actual getup and visual appearance of a product without actually infringing on the product itself because there's not enough evidence that could be established to um, say that consumers are legitimately uh, confused in the marketplace so i think that's um, an element that really really kind of work against marks and spencer uh, yeah work against marks and spencer but um i would say yeah guilty because they have Marks and Spencer has a very long line. Uh, it has been around since 1990, and it's been the first in the marketplace to establish um, its reputation with the caterpillar cake. And um, I think if you compare the differences and and dif if you you see the different types of cakes um, from different stores, this one I think is most I think visually this strikingly similar. Um, so, okay, yeah. what about this, Lonika? Works now. <laughs> Okay, we're back. We have All a right, slight so, technical delay, but we're okay. back. <laughs> so what I was going to ask Nika, who just banged down her gavel and said, guilty as charged. <clears throat> I was going to ask Nika, in the US, we have something called estoppel, which basically means in a high level, if you've been letting it go for a long time, too late, you can't bring it up now. And I'm looking at M&S, you know, they've been around. Yes, they've been around for like 30 years, but 
One day, you know, Cecil steps in and they're like, eh, whatever. Then Wiggles jumps into the scene and they're like, eh, eh, I'm just not going to do anything. Then you got Curly comes strolling in. Then you got Clyde coming in. And every time M&S does nothing. So now Aldi's comes along with Cutbert and they're like, hey, everyone else is doing it. Everyone else is creating virtually the exact same Caterpillar cake. Why can't I? So they walk in and boom, they get punched right in the face by M&S. What do you say about that, Judge Nika? <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely works against them because if you pick up something that something doesn't sit right or there's something disrupting your own brand line, you should act on it immediately rather than waiting at a pro rather than waiting it out because it, it'll work against you especially if you've built already a really pretty strong reputation around your brand it's just it's just better to go uh and consider your strategies straight from the start as yeah i like that so nika i think mns marks and spencer should hire you as their intellectual property lawyer because you would have said the very first sign of another competitive caterpillar cake Let's take them down, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, Ray, what's your verdict? My or verdict, your judgment? My, my judgment is um, I think that we need more data. I think the only way that we can really- Oh, you don't get more data, Ray. That's it. You got to make your decision based on- <laughs> well, well, hold on. This isn't a real court of law. This is, <laughs> this is, this is the, the monarchy, the Guaneri monarchy of Good point. Of Good law. point. And, and I say we buy one of each of these cakes. I say all eight of them. And we do a taste test. And yes. whichever one tastes the best, they, only they're allowed to sell. I agree. And by the way, I think we should eat the entire cakes. Right? Now, now, it's, now it's turning into like one of those social media challenges. Like right. finish the whole cake, you know, right. and, and get enough yeah, views and... Oh, actually, what we should do is have a contest between Aldi's and M&S. Each has to eat the other's cake, Ooh, <laughs> right? There you go. Yeah. We'll sit them down side by side. You got to eat the full cake with one fork. Can't use your fingers. Can't dig in and start cramming it in your mouth. <clears throat> you got to use the fork, pinky up, and then you've got to uh, see who gets the cake eaten first. They win. How's that for Gwinnary Land? I, I'm all for it. I'm all as long it. as you're one of the judges, it'll be a cheat day of all cheat days. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, well, that this was a Nika. I'm so yeah. glad we did this little session together. This is fun. Yeah. Same thanks for, Thank thanks for, for joining me. us, Nika. <laughs> and uh, so to all of you out there in, in podcast land, if you enjoyed listening to us uh, talk about the MS and all the battle of the caterpillar cakes, please. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, like, share your comments, let us know which caterpillar cake you enjoy the most, and we'll see you next time. Go on.